you like yours? Oh, those are nice. Sarah got a bitchin' new phone. Bitchin'. bitchin'. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I um, saved up for two, two and a half year, years for that phone, so. This was a phone that was long, well earned. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that your phone might fall in love with you one day? Oh, um, be upset when you get a new phone. I hope it will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm hoping this phone will last me into old age. It's very expensive. I just feel like my phone is a piece of garbage now. When I look at your phone, <laughs> I know. I feel the same way. I'm like, great. It's like cool. fuck this phone. I had a six S before. I had I had it for like four years. Yeah. I think so it was time. Okay. So you have the iPhone. Uh, 11. 11 Pro Max. Yeah. And that's the one that they shot the Snowball commercial yes. right, right mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. So are you planning to, um, sorry, let me just adjust this. So are you planning to like shoot commercials with this phone? No. No? Just, just all the selfies. Selfies, friends. <laughs> I mean, it legit events. looks like a professional photographer yeah. has taken it these does. like pictures. Yeah. All I did was it's like. insane point them at someone and then like press the little button and do you feel like, like you're learning things about photography i am not because i don't have to make it <laughs> i don't have to make make the adjustments myself the, the, the can't camera just knows it's fucking crazy it is the technology crazy. is like insane it's actually pretty unsafe it's unsafe like, <laughs> like i have it's too much power now too much power yeah that makes sense <laughs> i hope one day that our phones don't start like editing stuff for us and then i'll be out of a job no, for real. Like this phone, mm-hmm. like edits the photos in real time. Like you point. I know, but I mean, like you mean like film. editing, vi- yeah, film. like okay. editing yeah, yeah, video, yeah. yeah, little commercials and stuff. You know, well, you they know. are doing certain things. Like there are functions. Like the new Adobe release is coming with this like function that auto resizes for Instagram, so oh, that you don't that's have to. Cool. Which that was someone's job. Like that's yeah. been some low level editing person's job in like yeah. a small agency to reformat everything for Instagram. And now there's software that is going to do that for you, mm. which I don't want to do that job. So I'm fine with it because that's right. Horrible. But ev- ev- eventually we'll all have ro- 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 robots who can do our jobs, but then we'll get paid the ro- robot's salary. So we can just sit in, around and watch net- net- Netflix. That sounds while like we're getting paid the ro- 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 robot's salary. That sounds like uh, that. that sounds like slavery to me. It sounds like robot slavery, <laughs> does it not? But uh, as we just know, no, because no, no. robots aren't aren't people. But, yeah. But I feel like what if what if they are? I mean, they're not people. But what if their sentience makes what them? What if they're sentient? What if that makes them human? What makes but the they're person not human. human? They're not human, but they're robots, but they might okay. be sentient, but they might have feelings. Like Ulysses. I don't know. <laughs> Ulysses isn't a person, though. He I'd be eats. fine with enslaving he him. He eats. As I said previously. <laughs> I would be fine with it. I would just knock him out and put him in my closet when okay. I didn't want to deal with him right. anymore. That's fair. I just, you know, I feel like, you know, this is a <laughs> huge moral quandary for me personally. Not for me. Quandary. And I do, Super do you ever bond with your phone? Like, um, do you yeah. get sad when you, like, I feel like my phone and I, even though I'm talking about it in its presence as not being as good as Sarah's <laughs> phone, like, I feel like we've been through a lot together. Like, we've mm-hmm. read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. we've. All right. Yeah, taking a lot of journeys. I've dropped her a lot. It spied on you for the government. Like it, it's spying on me for the and government. You still constantly. trust it. You guys I are know. working on your relationship. Like I get it. It's get we've it. got a lot of trust issues, but we're, we're trying to work it out. I don't feel an emotional bond to my phone. I feel more of like a fi- a physical. Like if it's not touching me at all times, it feels I feel like, like an like, appendage, right? Yes. 
It's fucking weird. My phone's in the bag back there on airplane <laughs> mode, but I don't know. Hillary's like, I'm not going to commit to this phone. <laughs> I do not. No, I want any to attachments. upgrade this phone. Right now, I will we're cool. We're dating. I will, we're good. I will walk out of this room and get a new phone immediately. immediately. Without a like thought. if that phone fell in a toilet, like, oops. I actually bummer. Kept, <laughs> I'd get a new I one. I kept my, my, my last phone. My last phone is in my room and it's little pouch that my mom had made, 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 made for So it. you've got like a phone graveyard is what you're saying. Yeah. I do too though because I don't know what to do with them. No, but do I you feel do attached to you. Like this phone. Honor the phone as you place it into its pouch for the last time. But my phone this... just sits in a basket growing dust because I don't know what to do with it. This is the phone where I made some friends. This is the phone where I fell in love. Like this is the phone has the texts that were like important text to me if you have okay. google though all that stuff will populate over to the new phone no, but it's the the device the physical device the f- f- physical o- object but i have like a whole hoarding gene so mm. i have that kind of like my concern is that i probably have nudes on those phones and i don't know how to get rid of them now i don't know so how to fully no wipe one those can have the phones <laughs> because I don't really know what's on it, so it's mine now forever. It will wow. sit in my box. That's a good thing. That's a good thing to. Uh, that's a good. That's a good way to protect <laughs> just, yourself. Just to be fully <laughs> honest, as to why I do not donate my phones because I don't know how to get the pictures off. Yeah, them. I could have gotten like three hundred bucks for my old phone, but I was like, I'm gonna keep it for its sentimental value. Like, what is wrong with me? <sighs> that's a tough one. That, wow. You maybe maybe you should have just I don't know three hundred dollars. I would have been like, you can have my nudes. Have. That's fine. That's more than so I've ever made on them. Worth it. No, like, I like I keep stuff. Yeah. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. I have hair from both both of you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. <laughs> All righty then. It's right joking. next to my phones in a little baggie. Uh, no, I don't keep hair. Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. <laughs> Still podcast all about hair. About phones. And trophies, personal trophies. <laughs> oh my god! Serial killer artifacts. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's not. It's actually a podcast where we watch uh, your favorite films or films maybe you've never heard of, or uh, and, and you uh, don't want to hear of. Oh, and maybe you don't want to hear about. Sometimes TV shows, and we talk about how women are portrayed in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this month's or film, or not portrayed, <laughs> sorry, or sorry, uh, how stereotypes <laughs> are upheld. Sarah's like, is this even a podcast? <laughs> Uh, this month's film is Making Mr. Right, and so we'll be uh, we'll be getting back, we'll be jumping back in to that discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we've, uh, we're, of course, I'm your one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. And we are joined once again by our fabulous guest, comedian, director, writer, Hilary R. Heath. Hey, I have a mystery voice still <laughs> in the beginning that you've never heard before. Never. This is your life. I'm unfamiliar to you. Um, Hillary should be very familiar to you as she uh, was a regular host on the show for the first three seasons. Yes, I was. Yes. So welcome back, Hillary. Thanks. I could not think of anyone better to help us uh, unpack this huge... The, all this luggage that comes with this movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. It did feel like a burden. <laughs> this was a bag I did not want to check. Um, before we get into that, I've got something that's been burning in me that I need to talk about. You can yes. see a doctor for that. <laughs> uh, in fact, Sarah really, really wanted to talk about it on our last show, the George May podcast, but I had not seen this movie. And I finally saw it over the Christmas mm-hmm. break. Uh and so we've all seen this movie. Yes, we have. And we're going to chat about it for a minute. 
Uh, it's a little film called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Just a little thing. You probably it's didn't little, even hear about it, honestly. Unknown indie director. Yeah. Not sure. I'm pretty sure it was his first coming. film. Quentin. Quentin... Tarantino. Tarantino. <laughs> that's right. Taran... Tarantula. Tino. Tarant- oh, that's it. Um Quentin Tarantino's latest movie, uh, Once Brad Upon a Time. Pitt and and his and his chest and and who Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio that's right yes. Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. yes um Margot Robbie two, Margot two Robbie. brand new actors mm-hmm. to yeah. the scene uh okay I don't know where to start but I want to talk about this movie badly I also would like to preface this by saying that I am a huge Quentin Tarantino fan yeah me too yeah. um we've talked about him on the show before and mm-hmm. some other problematic things about him as a person oh yeah he's a problem but he's a huge problem but at film. his films mm-hmm. I love yeah. And appreciate. And in fact, I would go so far as to say that sitting in the theater watching the first Kill Bill, Kill Bill Volume 1, was one of the things that motivated me to go to film school. Mm-hmm. I did not like this movie. <laughs> Why? I Why? did not like Gosh, I could go on and on. First of all, it's kind of boring. It is boring. No it, plot. It fe- okay. Uh, well, I'm going to give everybody a chance to say their yeah. thoughts. Uh, I'm just going to come out of the gate and say it f- did not feel like a film to me. It felt like a series of really great scenes. Leonardo DiCaprio, fucking great. Fucking amazing in this mm-hmm. movie. A series of really good scenes tied together loosely with a lot of driving. There was a lot of driving. Um, I I don't mind the revisionist history angle. I think it worked really well in um, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. I, I did not – the one Quentin Tarantino movie I haven't seen is Hateful Eight, so I can't speak on that. Mm. Oh, oh Hateful good. Eight's good. Yeah, um, it's really good. But I – as we are all f- big c- true crime people, mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with the Charles Manson yes. thing. I didn't feel like this, this revisionist thing where – and this is major spoilers for Once Upon a yes, Time in Hollywood. yes. There's there was no emotion to the reversal to me at the end where Sharon Tate lives. There was no emotion because Sharon Tate was not a character. She was an object to mm-hmm. me. Can I yeah. ask you, did an you object. watch this alone or did you watch it in a theater? I watched it with Chris. Okay. I saw it in theaters okay. and I think that, you know, the collective experience at the end of it and the mm-hmm. relief at the end when, you know, you don't yeah. watch the murders yeah. was – like in the theater, I think it was like palpable, you know, to like be sitting there with all these people who, you know, almost everybody's familiar with the Manson sure. case. Like it's not a mystery to most people. Yeah. And like we all know, like you're going to see a movie about Charlie Manson, you're probably going to see Sharon Tate get murdered. And right. like I think that it, as we got closer to that moment, there was a lot of tension in the theater. I felt and that then too. Yeah. For him to, for them to go to the wrong house mm-hmm. and then have Leo DiCaprio mm-hmm. like kill them with the flamethrower was just mm-hmm. like, like people cheered in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like people loved it. Like it was like it was such a good cathartic moment for me that I really enjoyed that. And I like, you know, yeah, like, I liked it. The uh, which is totally, because totally, that, you know, you know, totally valid. Uh, my other problem with that and that scene is that Brad Pitt's character, like, he fucking killed his wife. And it's played for laughs yeah. in a way that makes me very uncomfortable, in a way that feels very misogynistic. And then the way that, like, yes, we all know that Susan Atkins is a piece of shit, and Patricia mm-hmm. Krenwinkel, like what they did, their pe- like what they did was fucking brutal and awful. But the yeah. way 
we are forced to watch this woman, her head being beat against a wall and and the mantle and like the violence with which these women were killed, which I think was there was a little bit of extra given to them over even say Ted Tex Watson's character, Mm -hmm. like in a movie that seemed to kind of hate women already. Like I there was something that. brutal about it that made me yeah. feel gross. I guess I, I, it's been a while since I've seen it. I so, felt so gross I saw it when it was in theater. So yeah, I felt so yeah. gross about it. Yeah. And and it was like <sighs> I don't know. I didn't feel gross about it, but I get why you did. But I understand I, that. I also don't think the movie was asking me to reflect on how I feel about violence against people, even if I assume that they are going to perpetrate violence. Like if mm-hmm. the movie was trying to challenge me to think about how I felt about. extreme violence being perpetrated on people that I should hate, then I think that would have been brilliant. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like the movie was asking me to feel that. at the very end, too. I don't think the movie was self-aware for me to be supposed to be thinking that. And I was like, ew. And I I knew that if I was in a theater, people would be cheering for these women who are being brutally killed by someone... Who and maybe I wouldn't yeah. have felt that way if they hadn't already introduced this element where he fucking murdered his wife and got away with it yeah, like a yeah, piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If that element hadn't been introduced, I don't know how, if I would have felt the same way. I don't know. I get that. I think I just forgive a lot because it's a Quentin Tarantino film, mm-hmm. so I knew what I was com- going into. Sure. You know, I knew that yeah. I was going to see something really violent, and yeah. you know that respect for women was not top priority. So, like, sure. I think I knew that going in, so I forgave it a little bit more. But I, I get why you like feel that way and I've never felt that way about his movies again haven't seen Hey Fleet I hear Jennifer Jason Lee takes a lot of beatings in that movie she does but it's still a great movie but but I've never felt that way about any of his other movies I felt that way about him as a human being Mm mm-hmm and the way that he interacts with some of the actors in his movies but I've never felt that way about his movies before where I just felt like like these women like he does like i feel like this movie fucking hates women that's i felt that way in those scenes where and, he's and also okay. the whole um cult thing with with all those women wh- wh- i liked wh- that scene that was one of the, the few scene scenes i did like i did yeah. like that scene i just didn't like all of them just hanging around and but that's what it was really like yeah, yeah that was so that Tom felt Rachel actually was. accurate and they the way they shot it sort of like a texas chainsaw massacre yeah. mm-hmm. thing felt good but again it didn't match with the rest of the movie it didn't so it no, felt that, like a series of fucking things there, strung yeah. together that mm-hmm. didn't go together like the sharon tate story and the story of this has been actor didn't feel like they belonged in the same no, movie to just, me. It was like a collection of scenes. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I also kind of wonder if that was sort of the point, you know, like yeah. he said mm-hmm. from the very beginning, you know, this isn't a movie about ma- the Mansons. It's a snapshot of the time mm-hmm. that they were living in, in Hollywood. So if that's really what you're trying to get, is like a snapshot of the mm-hmm. various lives going on in these stories, then it is going to feel like a collection of scenes. Sure. You know? But I don't think they did service to Sharon Tate's character by giving her a character at all. Oh, like she no, was an not. object. She yes. was an image of purity and goodness and wasn't given like even when we're in the theater, we don't she's just like we're just meant to gaze at how nice she is, how nice right. and kind and beautiful she is. Mm-hmm. She's not given a character. We don't ever have any we don't get any sense of her feelings about fame or how she feels mm-hmm. or whether she likes being famous or whether how she feels about being pregnant and her husband being in another place and leaving her alone. Like we don't yeah. get any sense of her feelings about anything. Mm-hmm. And 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 then but we do get this very deep relationship between 
Brad Pitt's character and and uh, um, Leo, DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio's character, which I did care about, which yeah. doesn't even really have a satisfactory ending mm-hmm. or resolution because they're busy with this fucking nonsense where they're killing the hippies from the Manson family. Like their story doesn't get, I don't feel like it's really wrapped yeah, no. up either. There's no wrap, wrap up or And Quentin Tarantino's so good at juggling multiple storylines. Like yeah. he's so skilled at that. And I feel like he really failed in this movie to do service to either of those stories. Do you to think me. he meant, he tried to make this film not make sense and not have a point and not, like it just felt pointless to me. I don't think that was his intention. I think he got really wrapped up in reminiscing about old Hollywood. That's what it felt like this movie was about to me. It was about bowing down at the feet of old Hollywood. That's fair. And that's what the movie seemed to be about to me. And within that, there was some loosely story that was like strung together with some incredible performance. Brad Pitt was okay. I like that girl. That kid. I I love that That girl was fucking great. The little girl was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There was one moment where I felt very emotional about the revision of the history. Mm -hmm. And that was when, and I wanted more like this. When Jay Sebring comes up to Quint, uh, to, um, to and I can't remember anybody's names. Uh, uh, Leo DiCaprio's character when he mm-hmm. comes up to him at the gate and he says, "What's going on? Are you guys okay?" And he's wearing the fucking pants that I've seen in the crime scene yes. photos. I like I'm getting emotional talking about it. like just him talking about how like oh wow I'm glad everything's okay. Mm-hmm. I felt very emotional in that moment, but nothing else about that had the proper uh, weight to what was actually going on. Also, I don't fucking believe if Ted Watson, Ted fucking Watson, Tex. Tex, sorry, if Tex Watson had showed up there and Leo DiCaprio starts yelling at him, Tex would have just shot him in the fucking face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That didn't make any sense to me at all. That's true. So, well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was all revisionist history. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I maybe had a different experience just yeah. because I was in a theater. And so it was a lot of like catharsis sure the end, you People, know, there was like, that energy that doesn't exist yes, when i'm watching exactly. it at home for it's, sure it was a very different environment you know and but i get everything that you're saying but like i think it was just the collective experience of being yeah. there and just anticipating it the whole time waiting for the manson murders the yeah. whole time for two yeah. hours and then at the end when it doesn't happen and you just get to see these people get killed. It's like it was very nice yeah. to see in a theater. But I get, <laughs> I get it. And I felt that not, when I watched, yeah. I watched Inglorious Bastards at home as well. And right. I had that feeling watching Inglorious Bastards when all the fucking Nazis get murdered. I'm yes. like, fuck yes. yes, that felt so good. But I didn't have that feeling when I saw this movie. I was I just like, fuck you. That's how I felt. Yeah. I was like, fuck you. That and and I and I know that I don't know. That's just what I was feeling. That it like none of it mattered. All of it was meaningless to me. And yeah. I wanted to like this movie. I was very excited about. We talked mm-hmm. about this on the show in the la- the last show on the Georgia Made podcast. Yeah, how much I wanted to see this movie. Yes. And Sarah, I didn't. I want you. I didn't get give you a chance to. I've been talking a lot. So what um, your feelings? So this, this was movie? one of the first few dates I had with my last bo- bo- boyfriend. So I was not giving it the critical look that I would mm-hmm. have because I was thinking about. I was thinking about the movie, but I was also like, hey, you know, I'm yeah. on a date. Yeah, I'm on a date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Let's watch a movie about feet. Exactly. Yeah. It was feet. Feet. That was- and he actually turned to me, I think, during the movie and was just like, so many feet. 
It's so funny. I, I went and saw it with Christo, and when we walked out, he was like, so what did you think? And I was like, I want to go wash my feet. Oh, my God. So many dirty feet. And, well, he yelled at me. He was like, that's all you can say is that you you want to go wash your feet? And I was like, yes. I was like, I need a minute to process the rest of what happened. But immediately, right now, what I'm feeling is I would like to wash my feet because I feel, feel like they might dirty. be dirty. I'm in sandals. But also, yeah. like, the whole, like, the male gaze of this yes. movie. Like, mm-hmm. how, like, every, like, just the 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 young woman who like bent bent over to like talk to him in the car and like yeah. every shot of her from behind from the front and it was all she and she was very like sexualized and like mm-hmm. she was like what 16 15 something like that and i think most of those yeah. girls were under a lot of them were around 18 younger yeah it just a lot of them. creeped me out and i felt like every shot of 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 margot Ra- Ra- Robbie was also very like look how cute she is Angelic. look how sexy yeah. she is look mm-hmm. how like I don't know it just felt very male gazy yeah to me the shots of Margot Robbie I felt point and like there was a point to that okay uh, like personally I think like Sharon Tate is sort of held in this mm-hmm. like little angelic sure space in a lot of people's minds because of how she died and you know yep. I think that he really leaned into that and I think mm-hmm. that I think there was a point to not giving her a character beyond just a happy person who's pregnant and living her life you know she didn't really have much else going on and I think there was a point to that because it's just it's how we remember her you that's, know I mean and that's fair it I is. just we remember her as this beautiful but if woman it's revisionist it's more history, for her than that, you know yeah you could have changed well, I, it up yeah no I agree but I I do agree that's probably the thinking was that like let's and maybe it was a bit of a manipulation for us to really like so that we're ex- even feeling worse at the end when we think she's about to get fucking murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maybe that was part of it, too. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if you're going to give her scenes where she goes like, I feel like there was almost an attempt to give her a character by having her go watch her own movie. Like I wanted more like that, but yeah. less about her just being one dimensionally goodness personified right. right. I wanted something more than that because the all the other characters got that. And I mm-hmm. wanted that for her. And I guess I wanted us to have something more than just what we remember her as this potential, this potential, this angelic movie queen that was brutally murdered. But she's also not our protagonist, you know? Like, we're creating a fictional story about these two other fictional actors and, Mm -hmm. like, why create a fictional universe around Sharon Tate, you know, who's a real person. But we do see her when they're not around. We do. And we even go to a scene where she goes to a party. That's true, we do, don't we? And she doesn't get to say anything. Um, Steve McQueen talks about her. Yeah. And again, I again, I it felt that, that male gaze thing where it's like, mm-hmm. even in her own movie, she doesn't have any agency, and that really bothered me a lot. In a in a in sense. a even though again, Quentin Tarantino, lots of documentation as to how he's problematic as a person, but I've generally felt in a lot of his movies that the women in his movies have a story and they have agency, mm-hmm. and and I've always really loved that about his movies, even if he's a difficult person to reconcile with and so i just ugh, it felt like he could do better than that to me yeah it feels okay. like he gave up a bit like that that's honestly w- what i thought i was like it feels like he just like phoned it in <sighs> yeah i don't know i think that his energy was put into other things like yeah. the design of it and yeah. like recreating I mean, the hollywood film. it was gorgeous beautiful. the production yeah. design was fa- fabulous uh again leonardo DiCaprio's performance was excellent excellent mm-hmm. yes Brad Pitt's 50-something-year-old chest 
is something to behold. I was truly mesmerized. I was like, he mm-hmm. gave a fantastic performance, but then you said he did not. And I was like, you're right. I don't think he did. I think his abs just. I think his abs did all, did all the, the talking. talking. Yeah. And I was like, and wow. Like, the shots of his butt, I was like super into that. I will yeah. say. I, don't, I was like, a can a man in his 50s his look like that? I know. What? How? It's Brad Pitt. I'm into it. Mm, yeah. It was. Into it. It was, I think that was the greatest virtue of his performance. And yes. again, I think he's a great actor. I've seen him do great work. I thought he was like, mm. he wasn't doing anything in that was spectacular to me in this I movie. I think I was just horny for Brad Pitt, so I thought he was amazing <laughs> the whole time. Leo DiCaprio, there was a lot of depth going on. There was a lot of layers. Yes. Is I, Brad he, Pitt he was, a good actor? I'm sorry to interrupt, but like, I think is he was, he, yes, I think no, he's been great in many movies. He's, he, though, is I he feel just the same way as Sarah. Super sexy. <laughs> No, no, I thought he was really good no, in Seven. I thought he was really good, really, in, was good I think he's a really good actor, too. But I'm just yeah. saying, am I clouded by how he looks? Is he as good of an actor as he looks? I mean, I've felt the same way about Henry uh, Henry Cavanaugh. Cav- Cav- Cavill. 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 The Witcher. Oh, okay. I haven't seen <laughs> he's it He's not. I've, Cavill, I, I've come to the conclusion that he's not a good actor. He's just attractive. Okay, that's fair. That probably, but I don't right. feel that way about Brad Pitt. I feel you like know, he is a good actor, he, but he, he has some good performances. It's and like some... Jason Momoa, like oh also God, very yes. attractive, not a good actor. You know who else? Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth is a great actor. I'm sorry to tell you guys, no, he he's is. not. No, he's not. Great. What's great has comedy? he been in? He's have very you funny. Seen, have you seen? I just like I only know him from the front of a People magazine. I don't actually think I I've ever seen him. Thought he was very funny in the Ghostbusters remake. Very funny, but is he a great actor? I think Have he's seen... great at comedy. Maybe. I think he should. I think if he was, if he had more of a comedy face like me, I just don't. Then he'd be in more comedy. This man is Chris Hemsworth. I you know, know Thor. But... Have you? Oh, seen... I haven't seen that. Okay, I don't watch any of the the superheroes. <laughs> I've seen the Marvel one, Miss Marvel, Marvel, Have you seen Captain, in Marvel? Captain Marvel. Okay, I've seen that. I was one. like, "Are you really but don't talking they call about her Marvel, Mrs. Maisel?" No, don't they call her Marvel? And not a in superhero movie? movie. I don't know. <laughs> and then I've seen Wonder Woman. That's the only one. It's I've Captain seen. Marvel. Have you okay. seen In the Heart of the Sea? Uh, have a, I've never heard of that movie. Okay, it is a dramatic um, film set in New England in the. 1700s mm-hmm. he plays the protagonist it's like it's about Mo- Moby Dick it's basically the true story of the story oh, of Moby Dick oh I remember and seeing he this had trailer so he is mm-hmm. he is Australian Austral- 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 so mm-hmm. he has an Australian accent yeah. they had him do a New England accent cool which Sounds was easy terrible Ooh. and his acting was just god awful but no you know Natalie Portman is a great actress in some movies. Yes. In other movies, she's she is terrible. Yes. She was terrible in all the Thor movies. Jackie, no. I didn't I, see Jackie. I didn't. It was really good. I liked yeah. her in that. Oh, I, I didn't thought, like Jackie. I think there are a lot of movies where she's, she's great in Black Swan. Great in oh, Black Swan. Fabulous in Black, Black Swan. Yes. Um, not good in the Star Wars prequels. No, definitely not. Not good in Thor. So it's like, I think that she has to have a certain type of director and script. Maybe or maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's so maybe Hemsworth suffers from the same malady. It was just I mean I watched the whole thing because yeah. I was like I wanted to look at Spotty Chris, acting Chris Hem- syndrome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hemsworth, but 
I thought I was like, oh. I also just dude. I feel like sometimes actors take jobs in movies and they're like they just take them because they pay and they don't have to try hard. You know, no, it's like we all point. need a break. You know, no, he was trying to phone it in. He know? was taking it very seriously. I could maybe tell that he was, was the problem. Super hard. Maybe he should phone it in. <laughs> yeah, maybe he should have phoning mm, it in is maybe a, a strong suit for him. Uh, speaking of phoning it in, shall we get back into this movie? <laughs> yes. 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 Discuss. Phoned that thank you for indulging me. I'm, I'm glad. I thank you for, uh, your, uh, viewpoints on once upon a time in Hollywood. Cause yeah. I know a lot of other people really love this movie. It's been a really long time since I've and seen it, but I like, I get where you're coming from, but I still really enjoyed it. When okay. I saw it, that's so. fair though, but that's good. I just like, I think I was like really expecting a lot from it. I felt very disappointed in watching it. Fair. And then once it got nominated for all these awards, instead of, a bunch of women that I think yeah. had a really successful and stellar year, my rage just increased yeah. exponentially. Yeah. I don't think yeah. this movie should have won the Golden Globe for Best Comedy. Ooh. Oh, no. No. That made no. me fucking oh, angry. No. no. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yikes. Have you seen Jojo Rabbit yet? No. no. So good. I've heard it's so fucking good, though. So fucking good. And I love that director. So fucking good. So just a brilliant, brilliant movie. I'm that's we'll talk about life. revisionist history. That was fucking good. That is on my list. That was a really good movie. All right. Shall we? Yeah. Shall we talk let's, about no. this other shitty Thank movie? You, Sorry. Let's get back. It, instead of talking about cinema, let's get back to movies. Talking about let's movies. talk about movies. <laughs> Only available on YouTube. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it. You look stupid and rich. Stupid and stupid and rich. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. I think it was probably a wig so that they could put it on someone else and make it look like when they had. You don't think that's John Malkovich's together. real no, hair? That was that looked totally fake. I thought that was a real Malkovich. I thought it might have been dude. his real hair. I mean, because they could have just made a wig for the other actor. Yeah. yeah, like it's a big budget Hollywood production. They don't have to share a wig. Good Lord. It just, they both looked fake. Like they, yeah. The hair did look bleached or something. Yeah. There was something off yeah. about it. Yeah. But not dry enough to be bleached. Everyone's like, hair looked a little fake in this movie. Yes. yes. Uh, least, Except for Frankie's. Frankie's looked pretty. No, Frankie looked awesome. She looked awesome the whole I, movie. And she was like, I haven't changed clothes in two days. And I was like, I don't believe you. Yeah. you look well, she was like wearing that dressed. one dress yes. for like a long time. Which I did question. Yeah, I was like, like do they not have enough money? Home. Yeah. Like, yeah. why didn't you just grab also, why another is she dress? sleeping at the lab? I'm very yeah, confused why? about that. Like, Trish was there. It took us a couple of m- scenes to figure this out. So the first scene with her and the old guys, I guess those are the agents for Donald? Yeah, something like and that. And they're like, you can't stay here because they're fighting. And I didn't understand Which, what that scene was about until like three scenes later when I was like, oh. Yeah. But that's like the thing that has to get her to the lab. But I'm like, why does she have a room at the lab? I don't know. But I also would have just like gone and been like, sorry, dude, I need to grab some tennis shoes. My feet hurt. Move. Right. You know, just like or take that 20 bucks he gave you and go buy a dress. <laughs> why does she have security clearance to get into this lab? I don't know. She's don't the know. PR manager. Why has she been at task to train this she... robot about human emotions? And why is that a why PR is... job? And why is he surprised that that? She te- teaches some weird things about sex and and love. If she doesn't have any expertise in, I mean, she's the stuff that he's supposed PR. to be doing in space. Yeah. yeah, she's literally just supposed to be making him personable like, enough to yeah. go on Carson. That's literally uh, that was her one job. It's true, <laughs> like, and she's just like, no, these are breasts. Um, Is Frankie <laughs> no. good at her job? 
No. no. <laughs> I haven't seen her promote <laughs> a, a single no. thing the no. whole movie. Mm-hmm. She does have a car full of flyers for the senator yeah. for some reason. Well, she was originally his PR manager yes, yeah. and stepped down. And because it, of personal reasons. Like, yeah. she, I was confused why she gave him a kiss on the cheek, too, because it was just after, like, they had had a weird exchange, and then she, and then he was like, what was that? And she was like, it's a kiss. It's what, what you do when you like someone or are attracted to them. And I was like, are you why? saying you like him or are attracted to him? Yeah. Like, And then she's like, here, stand outside this window and watch me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just like, he was like I'm listening. Like, what was the difference between him standing at the door watching you sleep or just standing in the room? Honestly, uh, at that point. There's a difference so, for me. Here's my question. <laughs> uh, there's two things I really want to tackle. First of all, okay, I'm just going to roll this into one question. Should we, so we're supposed to be rooting for them to get together, right? The mm. robot and the human woman. Sure. I was yes. rooting for Jeff and her to get together. Are you, were you? No, I was not Ew. rooting for anyone. I have no. <laughs> so at first I was a little put off by it, but then I was like, I mean, is it okay to fall in love with a robot? If he has an enormous dick. <laughs> I mean, I mean, my heart tells me no, but <laughs> I my mean, mind is telling is me yes. Is there anything wrong with it? I mean, he's basically a giant vibrator, right? I'm, That's I'm what fine he is. with it. You know what you do in the the privacy of your own home with your robot. But she's going to need to get business. some kind of robot repair person to maintain him, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, honestly, if we're talking about it, this has happened already. And what? there are sex robots. Yes, yes that's like true. Like Whitney Cummings' whole uh, yes. stand-up special that just came out is about oh, I did sex, not say this. Yeah, she bought yeah, a she... sex robot that is made to look like her. For her boyfriend when she's out of town. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Does he it... hates it. <laughs> it is, and it is hilarious because now she owns this, like, couple thousand dollar robot That's of herself fucking and it looks crazy. just so it in looks her just house like her yeah it looks just like her and it's just in her house does it talk yes mm-hmm. yep and it like does it does she program it with her jokes uh she i think she programmed it to tell a joke on the special yeah yeah, yeah she did because the robot comes what out and she talks fuck? to it yeah yeah i and have her, to see this like so ulysses so technology is here you it guys. is here yes. and naturally they're not using it for space they're using it for sex yes only yeah. sex. Honestly, though, listening to her, I forget what podcast she was on, but she was on a podcast talking about it because she actually went to the place where they manufacture mm-hmm. them and talked to people about it. And, like, apparently it's a big thing for people in the disabled community to use. Oh, okay. Um, well, and like, I'm on board with that. Yeah. So it's just, like, it's, you know, companionship, learning how to do things. Some people use it to, like, explore their sexuality mm-hmm. and, like, test out new things without, like, any having to have another partner. Anyway, it was oh, it was very fascinating. That is fascinating. The, like, idea so behind it. Ulysses like, could be used for good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like, you know, when you look at what it could be used for, it's not just creepy dudes. It's, you know, people yeah. who have a legitimate need and someone is filling that need in the marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> but is this an, a, a relationship built on equality in any way? Uh, no. I mean, it's not a – no. Like, I, and also <laughs> – in this movie, he was not made for that. He's just inexplicably horny. That's true. And I mean, sentient. I feel like that's a huge flaw in the program. I feel like they should have addressed yeah. it somehow. But it also gives me all these weird feelings about, like, robots and, like, should they be treated with some kind of humanity? I don't think so. But, like, <laughs> I mean, if they run out of batteries, they're just a piece of the furniture. 
But you know, but, but Ulysses, has, <laughs> Ulysses has wants and needs. And <laughs> what if know. your Roomba if you does can't too? Treat your robot with respect. How are you supposed to treat another human being with respect, Hillary? You're right. If you can't treat your vibrator with respect, <laughs> I'm going to need to introduce my vibrator to my parents at Christmas dinner this year. <laughs> no. <laughs> She I, deserves to be treated with respect. Oh my god! My vibrator is a she. I, 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 that's yes. great. I think that's awesome. Yes. Um. Okay. I just wanted to trust that because that's <laughs> yeah, something that's god, been on my mind. We did that. <laughs> uh, Sarah, what else you got on your list? The o- only other thing which we we talked about everything that I put on my list except well we brushed on it, but John Malkovich's acting. I want to talk about his acting for sure. Okay, cool. I think that. If there's a look, this movie is not the worst movie we've ever watched for no, the show. It's no, it's not. It's not love story. Oh god, it's not even love story. Yeah, like tedious. I feel like there was way more stuff that we watched that was more fucked up and weird and bad. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like this movie was like boring at points. Yeah, it was very boring. It was the dialogue. There were some great puns. Yes, that circumcision joke. Excuse me, circumcision joke in the dressing room was brilliant. Was the highlight of this movie for it me. It was just classic comedy writing. Yes. Loved it. Great moment. But overall, the writing was pretty bad. Overall, Pretty yes. bad. Didn't pretty make bad. a lot of sense. Characters behaved in ways that were very confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But John Malkovich, and I would also argue, and I don't have her name written down, but the actress who played Frankie, the two of them were really great. Yeah. They were. They, they were, were acting their yes. ass off. They yeah. did a great job. And they weirdly had some chemistry, yeah. I feel like. They Weirdly. did. I as mean, much it was as they could. kind of inexplicable chemistry, yeah. but they did have chemistry. Well, like when he was playing Dr. Jeff, the scientist man, and her, like, I don't understand why they had. Ke- I still am baffled by the ending. Okay. Like with the wedding. Like, why did he oh. go to the wedding? Not, we- not the ending. Oh, why did with Jeff the go to the wedding? Like the switcheroo I saw coming very early sure. on. Sure. But the wedding, like, why did why did Jeff go? It was such a weird yeah, change that was confused, in his confusing. personality. So, why did he go back to Trisha's room and have her like assault him? I, like, yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, that's he, not a massage. So, is it Trish. one of those things where it's a man who says he hates women, but he actually just wants a woman to give him attention? That's in, that's an insult. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. what it felt like. This character was. He was like, mm-hmm. you know, like a prototype insult. Right and like, and to me. Li- listeners, I just learned learned this recently listening to a, a different podcast. But incel is involuntarily celibate. Yes, just yes. in case you didn't know. Yes, yes. Although Jeff does go on dates, it seems like, but he also yeah. ignores women. But he also seems like he's forced to go on those dates. Like he's. Uh, but that's the thing is he's not interested in some women, and it's like that one woman is giving him so much attention. Yeah. So why isn't he into it? Because she's then, giving him so much attention. Yeah. Trish doesn't seem. But Trish gives him a shitload of attention, and he goes off with her. But also, I think that he but doesn't he's... really have a choice, and Trish is inexplicable too. Yeah, it seems like he's there to talk about black holes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, oh, that, that that's what they were talking about. He was talking about space with her. Is this like a Ross Geller moment where he like shows her his slides? I think that's what mm-hmm. it was. He was okay. showing her his slides. But but also in a hotel room? But with also a vibrating band. Yeah. How and he even said at one point that he's not good with relationships and the fact that he went off with her and was kind of like duped like kind of like led by her also made me feel like he's on this this the spectrum too. So was she like taking advantage of him? Yes. Then? I I I I think so. He didn't seem to really be aware of what mm. was go- going on. Mm. 
I think the writers gave up in this point, yes. and we shouldn't yeah, give them right. too much Very credit. Unclear, <laughs> it was unclear. It was unclear. I think the writers were like, I don't know, man. We got to get him to the wedding so that we can make this whole thing. Well, with I the, think the, the thing is, the they had to have happen. Trish take him away yes. so that. Ulysses. Yes. It was all very yes. poorly executed, but yes. the yes. reason for them to go off together, which I did predict when we were watching it, I know I've seen this movie a lot, but I haven't seen it since the 1980s and I did Somewhere not remember in the it deep at all. recesses of your brain. I was like, I feel like Trish is going to try to have sex with Jeff at the yes. wedding. Oh, yeah. Well, when she saw him, she was like, that's that big dick dude that I really liked. And this right. one's head won't pop off. Exactly. But you know that the dick is not that big on the man. I, I would think. I would assume, but I think Trish what, assumes does she differently. Wants to See, just is she just curious? I would she want to see. I, yeah, I would I mean, be curious as well. Yeah, I would want. Yeah. I would want to see him in a, a pair of sweatpants. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I want to see him jogging around on a just, b-ball court in some shorts. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I'd want to. I would want to know. I'd, I have to be curious. <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, also, so they're at the wedding. Jeff goes with Frankie because Frankie wants to make Steve jealous, which why is Steve at the wedding? Steve is giving away his sister for some reason. But why? Right. Or Can we sister. talk about so that? We were so like about why is he if giving he her a, why would your why? brother give you away? Like well that it, it's not her brother. It's her sister's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, giving her away. But like, like I, does there's there's even worse than the relationship bro- he has with the family that we don't know about? It's not I, written into the script well, I anywhere. I wonder if it was like a publicity stunt that he was trying to do mm, with giving yeah. her away at the wedding because it's a poor girl. She As doesn't have a dad. As most senators like, do. You know, like most senators Ooh, are a classic senator move. Like, I mean, Elizabeth <laughs> Warren babies. is giving away people at weddings <laughs> left, right, and center. Uh, yeah, that, I didn't get what that she's at known all. For. But they're all—they're like, we have to shoehorn everyone into this wedding. Yes, like, come hell or high water, everyone is going to have to be there. Yes. Ulysses still has his suit from the mall. He mm. walks like a billion miles to get there. Um, Ruins the bottom of his pants. I know. Yeah. And then the secretary assistant lady is is also there too hard, and yes. he's now pissed Steve off because she's too good at her so job. He's so mad that mm-hmm. he's gonna shave off he's that like, mustache. Frankie never did Mid any wedding. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I like it when women don't do things. Um, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's my <laughs> preference as well. Uh, and then. But here, I do want to circle back to the uh, performance of John Malkovich because he definitely, like, makes them two very separate characters. Yes, yes. he does. And you can yes. tell immediately who is who. It's very clear. Yeah. And Frankie seems to be able to tell immediately who is who as well. Sometimes. Because when Ulysses gets there, she knows right away at the wedding that that's Ulysses yeah. and not Jeff. Right. Yeah. Without even getting that. Like, he comes in to dance with her and she's like, oh, fuck. Ulysses is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, Ulysses has this like childlike, childlike open-eyed, yeah. open mouth. Open yeah. mouth. Qualities yeah. like a lot of open mouth acting, a lot of mm-hmm. head tilting. Yeah. And, yeah. Angelic looking. But then when you He also smiled just like the whole time yeah. as Ulysses. He Ulysses like, was always smiling. He does seem like a child, and that mixed with the fact that he's so hor- horny is very upsetting. I did not care for that. <laughs> that I was did not like either. a mismatch no. that yeah. made me very no. uncomfortable. Yes. It was a lot. Yeah, especially when in the beginning they also describe him as a child. Like yes. he's a toddler who's got to learn stuff, and then they're yeah. like, let's bring in a lady Ooh. to teach him some yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. At one it, point she told. says to him, after she sees him after she sees him naked yeah at the changing room she says i thought of you like a child yeah why would jeff give you that that thing that's what that he thing. says yes yeah. and i was like this conversation is making me very but uncomfortable like when he first grabs her boobs again like i like i've had toddlers do 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 
who that and when, by when toddlers you mean my son right Elliot, yes. yeah he does that to me too he actually bangs on them and i'm like stop you are too old for this I'm like I it, like it worries me about his future. You guys, I don't oh think my, so. I, I think he's still too young to for that to be a. None of my children have ever banged on my boobs like that. I I don't think it's about your boobs on. though. No. I have a feeling it's a texture and a, yeah. a, a like a, <laughs> a bounce effect. Texture thing. <laughs> it's just a, yeah. He also likes to he also likes to smack my my arm flab and watch it. <gasps> Just swing around. <laughs> see, maybe that's no. it. He just likes jiggly things. He likes He's jiggly just like, I things. just want to see your he'll boobs bounce. He'll be one of those guys who likes fat girls. <laughs> I hope so. Or fat guys. I don't know. That's we don't true. know. We don't know. Yeah. Not we, that you're fat. No, I'm not saying as long no, as fat, okay. fat horses were okay with it. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying his, his, uh, devote his like fascination with boobs is, is, yeah. is a little weird <laughs> for his age. I don't think so. Um, Anyway, Sarah enjoys the attention. No, no. I'm just saying I don't think there's anything for you, for, for you to be concerned about at this stage. Okay. That's, that's we'll, all we'll I We'll check back in in like five years. Five years. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> check back in. Stop looking. Like, I mean, of my children, he's the only one that when I'm talking to him, I have to tell him to look at my face. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> No. I'm not joking. Oh, no. And I'm like, no. what are you doing? Okay, maybe, yeah. Maybe. You knew, see what I'm yeah, saying? Maybe. I mean, like, you I could see, see that saying? being a problem oh. at the preschool, you know? Like, right? <laughs> I could see it being a problem at a certain yeah. point. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, anything else to say? That was my, my list. I had icky men, path- pathetic women. Yep. Why does he love? Um, oh, we should talk about the ending. The ending, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the ending, right. So they're all at the, they all convene at this, they're all shoehorned into this wedding, right? Yes, yes. Ulysses confesses his love for Frankie. They kiss. He short circuits and falls into a pool, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I would think if he were going into space, he'd need to be waterproof. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, I can drop my phone into a pool and it's not going to die. Yeah, fair. So the android should be at least waterproof, right? I feel like he should be waterproof. I mean, yeah. he eats. I don't know. Why, why does, does they he program him to do anything? Why? why I'm sorry. Just like, why is he waterproof? Why isn't he waterproof? Why Why does he breathe air? You know, you would no. think if you're sending someone into space, Where you don't want them to breathe the air. Go? Where does the food Why does, does he need nutrition? <laughs> like, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you make it harder on yourself? Just build a... a box just make just it why not just yeah. see it po from star wars exactly make any sense um they did it to make this film you guys i think it's because he always intended to make a sex robot i don't know maybe, maybe he wanted to have sex with himself maybe i, I probably mean want. um why else make the dick that big <laughs> <laughs> so to give him confidence Hillary. <laughs> um, somebody did somebody did uh so in the end Ulysses gets very popular after conf- he's the the headlines are lovesick robot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Convinced, conf- uh, you know, like and all that people are taking mm-hmm. pictures next to his cardboard cutout. So in a way, Frankie did exactly what she was supposed to do. Yeah, she did her job. Um, and then yes, <laughs> very suddenly Ulysses is going up into space. Mm-hmm. Yes, just she immediately. Comes to say goodbye. But not before he tells Jeff that he doesn't want to go into space because yes. he loves Frankie. Mm-hmm. And Jeff screams a lot. He screams a lot. Yeah. The whole you movie. are not programmed, love. And then, so we have the press conference. He's not confused enough. Super awkward. 
And nobody wants her there at all. Yeah. Yeah, no. No. They're like, what are you doing here? People are mad at her for going. And And he lies. Um, Ulysses is like, I'm not That's not Ulysses. That's not Ulysses. I think that was Jeff. That's Doctor. That's Doctor Scientist Man. Oh. Yeah, like I think that's supposed to be our clue. And and I we're watching this movie. I didn't remember a goddamn thing about it. But yeah. at the very end, at the wedding, I had turned to Sarah and I was like, I think I remember the something yeah. about this movie now. And what I remembered is that Jeff goes up to space and not Ulysses. And so during the press comments, I already knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like when he's saying, I like all that stuff about humanity and how terrible it is, and you know, like I'm more alone here than I would be up in space alone. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That didn't seem seem like Ulysses. No, and the and the and the posture and the Mm -hmm. everything, like the whole performance, like that was Jeff saying those things. And Mm -hmm. also, it was just like he was sad, and like Ulysses is such a happy robot, and he's like he didn't have that wide-eyed childhood thing anymore. And so, I was thinking that that. Jeff had like gotten into his system and had like turned off his like. I mean, that probably would have been the the scientific way to go about this problem let me ask you do you think that the whole like so we've been talking about why make the robot to look like you do you think Mm -hmm. that was the plan all along go up into space and let a robot stay here as you and live your life i mean is that why i mean like feel like why it seems like a long con like why not just volunteer to go up into space he clearly loves eating the protein he's carrying it around his pocket i mean i feel like uh the space Program doesn't want to uh, spend their ma- ma- money on things that will fail, and I feel like he- 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 mm. human beings in space for that long with that amount of distance, they'd be like, "It's going to fail." So we want to send up some- something that won't fail. Did they send up enough rations for him to be able to survive that in space one for seven was years? Supposed to be four weeks of protein. Yeah, was was that the whole point of ha ha ha? Having that, yeah, that tube like having there. him eat and drink and all that other Why shit. Why does the robot have to eat? <laughs> I, uh, is it because Why? the robot would have to be here? And, Doesn't he just get plugged play? into a wall charger at the end of the night like my it's phone a long does? Con. I it's might a be long giving the writers con. again too much credit, yeah. but I think it was yeah. the long con. You think? Why think else make the robot look like you and have to eat and unless to it has eat. to pass as human? I think he genuinely had planned to put Ulysses up there. I really wish this we had had a scene where him and Ulysses came to some there was some kind of indication that this turn was going to yes. happen. Yeah. Yes. Like we should have seen there be some kind of dawning Decision. realization that yeah. he was going to go up there instead because right. otherwise like what is Ulysses doing this whole time? Is mm-hmm. he in robot jail? Like is he packing his bags? Is he looking for apartments? I mean, what is happening? What's his IQ? I'm just curious. He has to live as Jeff now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He has to. So does he have to go to work at the lab and build other robots that look like him? (laughs) Is this a boxes within boxes (laughs) situation? He's going to explore the idea of different sized dicks. He's going to like repopulate the earth with Jeff's. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Is he going to build himself a baby? Because he says, at one point he says he wants to have a baby. Why did he want a baby so bad? Making Mr. Right part two. Oof. Making, <laughs> making, making Mr. Baby Wright's right. babies. Making my perfect <laughs> daughter. <laughs> no! Okay. Uh, <laughs> three men and a baby remake we just didn't want. <laughs> uh, was the ending surprising to you guys? Um, no. How no. long did it take you to figure out what was going to happen? I saw it coming pretty quick. When he was 
in hmm, when did it happen it was it was you like, turned to me pretty late and you were like it was late that's jeff isn't it it, it was, was like late. right before yeah. the movie ended. Yeah. yeah yeah it was like before ulysses showed up but while jeff was still yeah. on the show because i didn't think they would do something that dumb <laughs> i well i kind of saw it coming at the wedding because when jeff agreed to go to the wedding with her i was like oh that's not jeff it's ulysses then agreeing to go to the wedding jeff would never agree and then when oh. i found out it was jeff i was like oh they're gonna do a switcheroo later then mm. i was I, like that would just make sense i also am a a boot, boot, Buddhist and don't th- think ahead in films. I'm okay. pre- present in the You're moment. Staying in the moment. Staying in the moment. No, I'm just kidding. Like that, but that's li- 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 literally is like I don't think ahead. You, you usually in films, I usually yeah. just let it, let it ha ha. I can't help happen. myself. Yeah, I can't like either. when it comes to me, I'm like, oh, like I feel like there's mm-hmm. a whole lot of there's usually things pointing you subtly in that direction at least, but no, they didn't. No, not this movie did not have a lot of subtlety. No, mm-hmm. no. it was some pretty wild and left turns, and then they end up together. Yeah, and but but at then the but then so they at, do at, at, at the end. I think that I di- I was like, okay, they couldn't have a- a- ended this with Ulysses going up and no. leaving her behind. They couldn't have no happened. Like and Frankie it, has too many shoes to take into space with her. Way too many. He sent her. And one have of you every seen size. her car? Yes. It's yeah. gonna that ship is gonna be a mess. It's gonna be filled with coffee cups. <laughs> And old newspapers for some reason. There's, are are we yeah. happy for them at the end? Are we, well, are we? It was I kind of know. weird how she was like, "I love you too," and he like collapsed. Well, and he like, shorts out every time he gets aroused. But I that's feel the like. thing that I kind of like too. Like I kind of li- it's there's something kind of feral about like having to rip the head off a man that you just fucked. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> I got to reset. My mind. I love it. It's like it's very. It's like a. Like an insect, just like devouring. So you're saying mate. you know, you I would, just like love it. You would have sex with a man while he was incapacitated. Pa- pa- <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. Oh God, <laughs> I think she means you that you have to reset him afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's like something about gotta, that. It's like kind of nice. Like yeah, it's like I I did so good. He passed out. Yeah, you know? there you go. I yeah. You know, I there's something that. about that. It's a big it's ego. Very boost. powerful. Like, every time you finish, just like self five. I did it. Uh, <laughs> And then you can just like go to sleep by yourself, reset him in the morning. You know, you don't even have right? to deal like with Like you don't have to cuddle with push him. Push him onto the floor. Just oh like God. put him Turn in, on put Letterman's him in robot closet. Yeah. Wheel the him best. in there. That's what I'm saying. He's a second class citizen. He's a robot. How is this going to go? I don't know, man, but that's how I, it would go in my household. <laughs> reset him when I want him to come back. Like I don't want a boyfriend this week. I just You're only staying ba- in the closet. I don't have oh enough God. money to cook for two this week, no. so we're and, just gonna... and this robot eats for some reason, <laughs> just inexplicably, <laughs> and so much. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, he's um, never satiated. Final thoughts on making Mister Right. Is this a movie that you would recommend to a friend? <laughs> no. No. Does this no. movie advance the progress of humanity? Well, no. maybe it did. It might have influenced the robot sex industry that we know today. I mean, Whitney, no Whitney Cummings has, you know, her own robot know. of herself. Yeah. And she didn't I, even have to program him. I, I don't know. I don't think this movie made uh, too many strides. No. Uh, yeah, it certainly upholds a lot of uncomfortable stereotypes of yeah. men being mm-hmm. awful and women mm-hmm. being fucking insane. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's the thesis yeah. of this movie. Yeah. Men are creeps. Women are fucking insane. Our best hope is that a robot android with an enormous dick will fall in love with us. That's our best hope, ladies. <laughs> yep. Just like you. That is our yep. best hope. I'm sorry, Frankie. I always seem to fall apart at the wrong time. That's okay, Ulysses. Nobody's perfect. Ulysses, how is the mission going? 
so far. It truly is the most exciting thing in the world. Is it difficult functioning out there all alone? No. You see, I'm, I'm not very good with people. All right, so, so before we get into our plugs, so before we get into our plugs, we just wanted to uh, do the Bechtel test on uh, this fine, fine film that we've been discussing. Truly a marvel of cinema. A, 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 a Marvel, even. A Marvel of cinema. <laughs> That's what they call her in the movie, okay? <laughs> do they? Yes. Yes. Her they last do? name, Marvel. when she's not the like oh, alien person, she's so and so Marvel. I completely yeah. forgot yeah. about that. Part. I know more about nerd, nerd uh, you movies. Do. Than you, you do. You, so. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to turn in my nerd card. I'm not super nerd for. Mar- I'm not super yeah. nerd core for Marvel. I'm really okay. more Star Wars is my. Let's thing. not. Let's anything. not. No. Let's nerd core. Not, like, no, never say nerd core again. Of no. that. Do not speak <laughs> the words. Back to test. So let's see. Okay, so it's been a while. So let's refresh ourselves on the rules. So. Uh, the Bechtel test. Does this film have more than one female character in it? Yes. It does. So many ladies. Many ladies. There's mom. There's Trish. There's Frankie. There's uh, assistant lady. There's assistant lady. There's, there's that, lady that's obsessed with Dr. Scientist There's man. that guy. I, I don't know what her name is. I'm pretty sure she, she said it. There's, I think she said it. There's that woman who Ulysses touches in the head when he yes, gives her a pat. Was, oh, yes. That was hilarious. I yes, did that enjoy was, that. That was actually pretty funny. funny. Um, so we've got a movie with more than one female character. They have names, mm-hmm. so that's Some of them. good. Um, uh, do they talk to each other? They definitely sometimes, do. yes, they do. Um, do they talk? There's a lot of conversations between women in this movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but do they talk about something other than a man? Never, absolutely, not. absolutely fucking. There's not. not even a salesman that they talk to that's like, "Hey, could I please purchase a coffee from you?" Yeah, nobody orders a pizza, returns a library book. Nope, nothing. Not a damn thing. They are just nope. talking about men and relationships the whole fucking movie. Not even the weather. Do they even talk about something about the booze? Like, is there anything about the? They don't even talk no, about the booze. No, she literally case. comes and she sits down and she starts complaining about Donald. So, what about um, science? They talk about science. No, there are no lady scientists. No lady scientists. No, there are there are no lady scientists. They're all assistants. No, okay. there nobody. They, the waitress doesn't even come up and ask what's her uh, ask Lori Metcalf if she wants more Jello. Right. What Not a damn a thing. Full what, what, container what, what, of Jello. What about though? the person who sold her the earrings? That was a man. That was a man. man. That was a man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. They're I'm just I'm just like, checking. I'm just checking. So, um, a big fail. Big yep. fail in the Bechtel test. Big fail. F. You're like, excuse me, ma'am. Welcome to Plug It Up. This is the part of the show where we talk about what the cool things that we're up to and our guest is up to. Um, let's start with our guest, Hillary R. Heath. Okay. Uh, well, for the final half of February and early March, <laughs> uh, you can catch the sketch group that I produce called Black as Fuck. Yes. Uh, we'll be at the Highland Inn on February 29th. Fuck yes. Mm. It's an all-black sketch Special group. Day. Leap year. Yes. It's Leap very show. exciting. And uh, so please come on out and see that at the Highland Inn. Yes. Where can they get tickets and shit for that? Um, and yeah, follow that, that shit. Yeah. All that information will be on uh, Instagram at blackafcomedy. And yes. so you can find Black AF Comedy on Instagram. We'll have a website and a ticket link and everything up there shortly. Yes. yes. Uh, and if Very you are funny show. living in Pittsburgh, 
You can. Are come you going soon. to Pittsburgh? I am. I'll oh be at the Burning gosh. Bridges Festival in Pittsburgh in Whoa. March. So please check my Instagram for those dates. I haven't gotten my final dates yet. As nice. of this recording, but I will be in Pittsburgh in March. But if you follow Hillary on uh, the social medias, you can find those dates mm-hmm. out. And uh, you can see Sweet Laughter at Baker Dude Cafe on March 24th. Nice. nice. March is looking good. I know. And she'll have more. She'll have more. Oh, yes. Yeah. There will be more dates up on my Instagram. That's just as of this recording in January. <laughs> so yes. she should definitely follow Hillary on all the things. Yes. Please do. Give us your handle. Uh, It's at Hillary R. Heath Comedy on Facebook and at Hillary R. Heath on Instagram and Twitter. Nice. Yes. And also have a website, HillaryRHeath.com. So go there. Fill out the contact form. Yeah. Get on my mailing list. You have a mailing list? I'm starting a mailing list because I should start a mailing list. Can you? Yes. I've been thinking about that as well. put me on your list? Yes. Yeah. Put me on that list. I want quarterly newsletters. Okay. They're going to be weekly. Daily. Weekly? No. Daily (laughs) newsletters. Hourly. You'll be like, this is what I had for breakfast. It's just going to be a a summary (laughs) of my Twitter and what I eaten that day <laughs> oh man um all right well thank you uh follow hillary on uh instagram facebook twitter and yes. uh keep up to date with all the awesome comedy shows she's doing and yes. follow black as fuck black as fuck comedy yeah black as fuck black, black af, AF. Black, comedy. AF comedy. black af comedy instagram doesn't deal with that fuck shit no yeah, they really just, don't it's better for marketing yeah <laughs> everyone knows what af <laughs> means a little hard <laughs> otherwise uh okay well uh critical crop top what do we got going on we're doing we're we at this point we should be this course is being recorded in january but we should be deep in to the beginning of tutorial tuesdays so uh tutorial tuesdays is a new series that we are putting out on youtube it is me talking about editing things uh teaching you the basics of editing in premiere nicole is a great uh, editor and a great teacher too thank you um so uh if you'd like if you're out there and you're editing curious or uh you know you've got some editing content curious. editing curious uh want to edit some things that you're working on uh we want you to be able to do that so uh come check out our tutorial tuesdays they come out twice a month uh we had one go out on the fifth and the next one sorry the 11th god i need to get my fucking date straight uh one went out on the 11th it doesn't matter it's up there you can see it right now uh the next one is coming out on the 25th uh, so you can check that out. Uh, that's our YouTube channel, Critical Crop Top. And um, we are going we're deep, I assume, because this is the future and I'm predicting. Mm-hmm. I'm looking into the future and predicting that we are deep, deep, deep into pre-production on our uh, sketch comedy web show, yes. the Critical Crop Top yes. sketch comedy that. web show, yes. uh, which may have some other title at some point. I don't know. But at this Hopefully, point, that's what we're yes. calling it. <laughs> um, it will uh, be new, brand new sketches, uh, uh, monthly um, uh, release date TBA. Uh, we will keep you updated on that. Uh, but it will be on the YouTube channel. So subscribe to us on the yes, YouTube channel. subscribe. So that you can get all this fabulous new stuff that we're putting get out. Get all the notifix. All the yes, news. nice. I like the abreaves. Thanks. Some good abreaves. <laughs> um, and of course, um, please uh, subscribe to this podcast if you like what you hear. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on um, Podbean. Podbean. Hopefully by the time this recording comes out, we'll be on Spotify. I, I need to get off my butt. It's actually not that hard. It's literally just a box you check. Mm-hmm, it is. And I just yeah, need to on. check the box. Um, so... Uh, please subscribe to this podcast. And tell your um, friends too. Yeah, tell a buddy. Tell a pal. Yeah. Sit down on sit down in front of YouTube and watch Making Mr. Right and then enjoy this podcast. Yes. Yes. 
Watch it <laughs> All at the same time. <laughs> hot takes. Um, so uh, you can, of course, also follow us on social media where you can continue the conversation with us about uh, how you feel about the impending uh, cross species relationships between <laughs> yeah, uh, species. We're trying humans to and machines the world with um, robots with that big robot dick <laughs> <laughs> uh at feminine mistake pod on instagram and facebook and you can find us on twitter at fem mistake pod hillary it has been so fucking great to have you on the show it's so That's fun so thank great. you guys for having me back yes. um this has been fucking fabulous and obviously you are welcome to come back anytime oh you want to talk about okay. something that you wish you hadn't watched okay yeah. if you guys discuss something truly heinous i might have to come uh, in and lend uh, my voice for a soundbite i am <laughs> yes. sure we will um so i guess uh that's gonna be it for this show uh come back and join us next month i don't have any information about what we'll be watching but I'm sure it's it'll up be up to you. But yeah, send us a send us a message. What do you want yeah. us to watch? Yeah. What would you like us to talk about? Um, and with that, I think that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be it for this week. That's us uh, signing off. Si- Ooh, are we signing Ooh, off? Uh, Is that something we're doing yes. now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't please. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>